Hello and welcome to the Client Blue podcast, our first episode in the new Birmingham studio. Matt, what do you think? Yeah, it's, um, it makes a change seeing you uh, seeing you uh, in person rather than having to stare at you down the uh, down my dodgy Wi-Fi. So yeah, you, you look less frazzled than usual. Yeah, but I've had a good night's sleep for a change the first time in a while. I've been in here early morning trying to set everything up. And I will say for people watching on YouTube, this is like phase one, stage one. It's very hospital waiting room at the moment. No decoration on the walls or anything. But with these fancy mic stands and a little coffee table and props, it's uh, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah, you need to get to uh, IKEA, don't you, or some soft, something like soft that, yeah. furnishings place to get get a couple of throws and, and, yeah, and rugs. A rug, to, something. Yeah, that's yeah. it, a little vase of flowers. Yeah, we've only got the one camera angle today as well. This yeah. is our Monday show for today. Yeah. Uh, we are filming this on 15th of January. We're not pre-recording this or anything. This is today. <laughs> Everton was nil-nil yesterday. Uh, Martinez made a great save just to prove <laughs> that this is today. Um, hold up today's newspaper. <laughs> yeah, if you've got one to hand. Um, Today we're talking about transfers, and not that Aston Villa have signed anyone or got rid of anyone. It is very quiet, as we expected, to be honest. So we're going to do like a retrospective look back at uh, like a tier list, a ranking video, a top yeah. ten, whatever you want to call it, of all of Villa signings since promotion. Yeah. Now I think I've not double checked this as I were, as we're recording it. I think it's forty-one signings. So we're not going to put them in order from one to forty-one. But that was going to be the plan, wasn't it? And then we <laughs> it's like far too long. Get to do our homework. So. Yeah, far too long for that. Uh, so what we're going to try and do is put them into categories: excellent, good, um, jewelry's out, or you know, still needs a bit of time. Uh, did a job or served a purpose, yeah. and poor slash waste of money. Yeah. So a little bit um, harsh, some of these maybe, uh, but I think that when I was going through like the prep for this, for me there was a very obvious like they're really good, they're crap, yeah. and the rest of them were like a jumble in the middle. Did you feel the same? Yeah, I find it mad. It just kind of almost shows the the journey of Aston Villa, mm. the evolution of Aston Villa. I suppose is the phrase I'm looking for. That you know, when did we get promoted? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. So we we're approaching kind of five years back mm. in the top flight and. It almost has been been this this evolution, and I know we'll come to players individually. Although we're not going to have to, we're not going to have time to go through them all in detail individually. But I kind of um, it's difficult. I found it quite a difficult task, or I think Me I will too, find yeah. find it a difficult task because some signings, obviously, if you compare them against where we're at now with Unai Emery's kind of Aston Villa, they they would. <laughs> you know, come off worse if you mm, like. Yeah. But they serve the purpose at that time. So you can only sign players for the for the, the circumstances that you're in, can't you? So yeah. I don't know whether again there might be a bit of recency bias and a bit of kind of favouritism creeping in. Uh, but anyway, let's let's crack on. Yeah, we'll dive straight into it. Obviously like, again, some of them as you say, at the time you thought that's an excellent signing for where we are at the moment, yeah. newly promoted and just want to stay in the league, whereas if you look back three or four years later, that signing isn't excellent anymore and maybe it was just good. Uh, and vice versa, some players we've only recently signed, you think, oh, they could be top tier, but maybe need a bit of time. Yeah. Hence the, the category names being a little bit all yeah. over the place. Do you want to start with good ones rather than the bad? Um, do you want to flip it? Yeah, start with the good ones, I think, because I think it's a bit boring, isn't it, the good ones? I think <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is a little bit. Probably just named yesterday's starting 11, can't Yeah, it? it is a little bit <laughs> like that. It's all the, the, the good players have now make the, the top tier that we've yeah. got. So I've called it excellent, but you could kind of interchange that with A+, plus or, yeah. or whatever. So do you want me to read the players I've got and you tell me if I'm missing anyone? Is that yeah, how you want to do go it? Go on, yeah, yeah. Okay. There might be some that we come across 
later that we, that have we to can re-add. Re-jig. Yeah, of forget. course. Yeah. yeah. So I've got Esri Concer. These are in no particular order, by the yeah. way. We are going to do like a best and a worst yeah. and a few different categories at the end. But for now, this is no order. I've got Concer. Need a bell so I can just go ding, ding. <laughs> just do that. Concer, <laughs> uh, Martinez, Watkins, Tara Mings, Douglas Louise, Pau Torres, and Bubakar Kamara. I've got as being top tier. Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anybody. I'm probably put Ashley. The one that things pops into my mind is Ashley Young because I think and they're in the toppest in the highest I tier. I think so, just because <laughs> there may be a little bit of sentiment hmm. in there, but I just think he he came in and performed at a really high level, considering you know his age, considering that you know we'd seen him play further up the field and he he was revamped into a into a fullback. Um, you know we. He was streetwise, and I thought he brought that bit of maturity. So I thought that was a really shrewd signing. So mm. again, I might be a little bit sentimental, but I think yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd crowbar him in there. I think. Yeah, I'd got him in the in the category below, just good or or you know great or whatever word you want to use. It not quite the top tier of Martinez. Yeah. A Who did you did you have Diaby in that? No, I've got Diaby in the second yeah, did category. You have Bailey in that second category. No, that's fine. Just double checking that I haven't missed anything. <laughs> okay. I agree. I would have them both in the, okay. the next category now. Okay, well, let's, before we go into any specifics then at any point and get bogged down, let's just go through all the categories okay. first. So in, in my second category, good or great or whatever, I've got Matty Cash, Moreno, Bailey, Diaby, Luca Dean, Tielemans and Buendia. I'd actually put Moreno. Yeah, I was tempted. I was tempted to have him higher just because yeah. of the impact that he came in last year. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's been injured for, for most of this season so far, but the impact and change in the way we played probably does put him slightly higher. He was yeah. he was one that, obviously, I'm writing this on an iPad, and I, if I could just you know, fling him up a yeah. little bit, I, I probably would. Arguably, Bailey as well, but that's more based off of this season alone. Yeah. I think if you look at his overall career, I can't say he's been excellent all the way through. Yeah. 18 months ago, I was saying, oh, we might need to get rid of him. Yeah. Um, but the potentially showing now, maybe he's one as well that you could maybe move up. Yeah. I wouldn't move Bailey up, but I okay. would move I would move Moreno up. Okay, all right, let's go into the third category again. This is uh, Drury's out or needs a bit of time. I've only got four players in this so one. So this is only, can only be current players, I presume? Yes. Yeah. I've got Diego Carlos, which yeah. feels a little bit harsh in retrospect, yeah. but again, he's been injured a long time. Zaniolo, Longley, two summer signings from this year and John Duran yeah it's it's difficult because if they all left tomorrow they'd go in the next one down wouldn't they yeah because they've not, <laughs> not done anything yet There's, Diego Carlos is a good footballer I think Duran has got something about him they all have long they played very yeah. well against Everton incidentally um, it's probably you could make a case to say well they, they'll be a good signing but as of right today I can't say that they've done enough for me to put yeah. them up there, but also did a job or served a purpose. Like they've not been around long enough for me to yeah. say, oh, well, they were good enough. I think that is that not the 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 um, I can't think the word the prerogative. I suppose is that not the prerogative of a fringe player mm. at a football club to be yeah, like yeah. that? Because if they were that brilliant, then John Duran would be keeping. Ollie Watkins mm, yeah. out the team and you know likewise Longley would be would be keeping Esri Conzer out the team so again it's really difficult lens which to, to judge them through because they've been signed as fringe players yeah so they're doing the they're job performing as fringe players yeah. performing as fringe players in a team that is competing possibly for the title definitely for the Champions League places mm. so it's 
it's a weird one, but I think I think that's a little bit of a get out category. That is that buys us a bit of time. I think yeah. for when we do this in a year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Zaniolo's a lone player, may not be here. May maybe we, we obviously we don't know. Duran is still young, loads of potential. He could go out on loan. He could come yeah. back. He might not play a lot. He could play loads in years to come. Yeah. Longley might not be here after this summer. Diego Carlos is probably the one that is is borderline there as a permanent signing for yeah. a good amount of money. Came in with great pedigree, gets injured basically straight away, has come back obviously this season and has looked good in spells when he's played. Yeah. But again, not enough for me to say. I, I suppose it's, it's how you rank it. Do you, am I saying he's good on his ability or it was a good transfer? On ability, of course, he's a good footballer. Yeah. He's a great footballer. But was it a good or great transfer yet? Oh, I don't think so. It's on impact as well, isn't it? You know, because I think we've left cash, haven't we, out of the top. Yeah, the cash top is in the, in the second one for me. And it's like, well, has Diego Carlos had enough football to make to match the impact mm, that, yeah. that cash has? And obviously, he hasn't. Mm. So again, it's yeah. I just I think it's a it's a by by that time category that is. Yeah, just on cash very quickly. Again, we'll jump over the place in this. Is there any? Can you make any sort of case that he should be in the category above? Because he's been here, he's had longevity, that he's been our right back for three years. It's a really difficult one for me because, you know, Cash signed for the Dean Smith era. Yeah. Has come in and done a fantastic job, really, in terms of helping Villa stay in the Premier League mm-hmm. and establish ourselves in the Premier League. But has he kicked on? in the same way as, you know, I won't go through all, all the Villa players, but the ones that we've mentioned in terms of Watkins mm. and Consa and Mings in terms of players who also contributed to, to Villa's consolidation in the Premier League, but then were able to elevate themselves mm. to the next level. I think he's almost like a, a kind of in-betweener in the way. Not, <laughs> <laughs> not in a whatever his Jay Cartwright or whatever his, whatever his name is but you know that kind of ca- you know teams that like yo-yo teams who get promoted from the championship to the Premier League they come back down and they yeah, go back yeah. up again That's my I, think, cash. I think cash <laughs> is there between our elite level yeah. and our next level down okay fair enough um, the fourth category I've got is, is did a job or served a purpose I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten players in this category. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of players that are still currently at the club. Some have left. Two goalkeepers, Tom Heaton and Robin Olsen. Uh, I've got Callum Chambers and Courtney Horse. Uh, Dendonka, or three in fact, Dendonka, Nakamba, uh, Target, Trezeguet, El Ghazi and Danny Ings. See, I, I'd rank Tom Heaton higher. Would you? Because he wasn't here very long. But when he was, yeah. he was outstanding. Maybe mm. we've we've seen our latest goalkeeper is the absolute, you know, top dog if you like. But Tom Heaton, I'd probably put him in the the, the category, like the good category one. B, yeah, whatever that is. Um, and I'd probably and I'm being, I might get stick for this. I'll probably put Robin Olsen further down, okay, like, because you know, not so much recently, but has created. A sense of panic at mm, times. Yes, yeah. I think um, if in that category specifically, are you saying that Heat? Am I saying that Heaton and Olsen are level pegging? Yeah. No, because Heaton's the better goalkeeper. Yeah. I think on terms of like the transfer, Heaton didn't play for us for very long. Obviously, got injured as well, didn't he? A little bit in the in the January that Wesley got injured. Yeah. Yeah, Heaton is a better footballer than, than Olsen was. I don't know. I just don't think either of them inspire. If I look through a list of Villa's transfers, yeah. I don't think oh that's a, a brilliant sign in there. So. Yeah, he's uh, did a job, Tom Heaton. I think he's an accurate description for yeah. me. He was a good player, but did a job, served a purpose. Well, 
whatever way we carve it up, I wouldn't have them in the same category. Okay. All right. Well, we can. We can <laughs> I'm, not, don't wanna get, I'm not getting. I'm not getting aggro about it. I'm just. Is there? Is there any other players? If you in don't there? want me to talk. Dan. No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'm all for a little bit of disagreement on a Monday morning. Uh, is there any other players in there that you think are, are maybe in the wrong category? Read them really fast again. The, the, uh, Matty Target, Trezeguet, El Ghazi, Nakamba, Ings, Hawes, Dundunka, Chambers, Olsen, Heaton. I've probably read that too quickly for anyone to even understand that. Matt Target was the one. He's an interesting possibly. one, Matt Target, because player of the year, the one year. Again, if we're putting Matty Cash mm. in that second bracket, I think Matt Target probably probably has to go in there yeah. because again he was signed for the specific purpose of keeping Aston Villa in the Premier League you know it seems well it was years ago now but it seems a lifetime ago now when him and kind of Jack Grealish were, yeah. were had that partnership down down the left hand side um, yeah I think probably he's, a, probably he's a quite decent, unfashionable isn't he Matt Target he just I think the way he left and the loan and then there's the, some comments wasn't there about, about us or Newcastle or whatever I think he kind of didn't do himself any yeah. favours in that I can't remember specifically what it was but there was something yeah. but I think if you rate it as a, as a transfer we made most if not all of our money back on him as well so that probably goes under yeah. the radar a little bit that you yeah. think well we've not really done any damage to Villa yeah and we probably should have done some more prep on this but we almost needed a kind of formula that says what were they signed for did they achieve it mm. yeah do you know what I mean and that's probably one way of that's where yeah. I, that's why I feel. I mean, El Ghazi obviously, I say had his best days in the championship. We signed him on loan, and he gets us promoted. Yeah. So obviously, fond memories of that. But scored goals for us, was caught yeah. call from the penalty spot. But again, probably um, tarnished a little bit by reputation that I just associated with Trezeguet off El Ghazi yeah. on, and just being known for that almost, which is so harsh, really. But for the time period that they were that, there, is that did not, the job. I know they start together a lot lately, but is that not a Bailey off? <laughs> Yeah, just and again I think it's I'm the harshest judge really on on Trezeguet and Al Ghazi. Mm. But if you look back in terms of their numbers, in terms of the goals that they scored, I mean Trezeguet scored some really big goals and yeah. particularly during lockdown year, you know, scored Saved some crucial goals that, that that helped us stay up. And Al Ghazi, you know, he was never the most kind of fashionable winger which is neither of them were they were kind of functional mm. wingers weren't they rather than did a job rather than flare wingers but they're all <laughs> capable of you know assists and goals so I'd probably put both of them in the second category really as far as, well, as, far yeah. as good yeah. oh, I don't, I'm not sure about that because he, how, how can you say that I suppose you can say it because we're further up the table and we're, we're competing with the elite but has Diaby done more mm. than Trezeguet or El Ghazi yeah. or just does he just seem more fashionable? Yeah, I suppose it's how you rank it. In this current Villa now, Diaby will go on to be a better player than yeah. Trezeguet and El Ghazi were for Villa in that iteration yeah. as well. And Trezeguet and El Ghazi wouldn't be good enough now in the side that we've got. So I have but Diaby the fact that they've better. got those numbers yeah, in a I side that's not it. performing well. Mm. And yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's difficult. This is why I've kind of, again, I feel like I've got myself out of jail a little bit by yeah. having like a did a job category yeah. rather than just going good or bad. This is why we couldn't do the kind of 41 no, to 1 no. countdown. We'd have just kind of exploded our minds. No, I thought it was very easy, I say easy to have like the six or seven there, the top in some kind of order. Yeah. There's a bottom five or six. Yeah, and then the, the middle, middle Yeah, much of a muchness. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's go on to the final category then. I've got poor slash waste of money, which again is not exactly the same thing, yeah. but uh, players in here for certain reasons. 
<laughs> some bad players here. <laughs> uh, you've got Jan Bednarek, Morgan Sanson, Ali Samata, Pepe Reina, Danny Drinkwater, Yotta, Borja Baston. Famously, we filmed not in this office, but uh, a late night <laughs> podcast talking about Borja Baston, Baston Villa, Wesley, uh, Augustinson, Bjorn Engels, and Coutinho. So I think that's harsh on Coutinho. Yeah, it is a little bit. I think it's really harsh. And I think. But I've kind of gone in for the, the money category of that. Like, not yeah, an expensive I think, sign, I think but so. Huge wages, Project Gerard is what I associate with him yeah. with. We're stuck with him now, out on loan, back yeah. on loan, off to MLS, whatever it is. Yeah. Not th- a good transfer. I think the way I look at the Coutinho one is I think he provided some real moments of, course, of delight. Yeah, yeah. And I was, a, you know. Your moments, man, aren't you? Yeah, and I was, you know, having a love him with him every every week, wasn't I? You know, giving him a standing ovation as he, as he limped around the touchline after 70 minutes in whatever game it was. But the flip side of that is, were any of us really bothered when he went? <laughs> exactly, yeah. We weren't, were we? Yeah. So that, to me, passes its own own judgment on him. So I wouldn't have him in that bottom one. And it seems strange when you've got this, I don't know, mercurial magician to say, did a job. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's probably the the category. Mm. I don't think he did quite the job that we were expecting given the, the outlay on wages that went towards him mm. um, but I suppose you know the, the Gerard era ended up being pretty bleak anyway without Coutinho imagine the Gerard True, era yes. without Coutinho yeah that's fair just very quickly I've missed Troy Allray off this obviously he's still, uh, still with us at the moment um, where would you stick him did a job maybe again mo- a moments player is what I think the, the Albion goal Leicester City last year yeah. like he's provided in some moments but Never seems to be fit, unreliable, not a waste of money per se, not a poor footballer. So did a job maybe, served a purpose? I suppose, judging him against the other people on the, the bottom tier, he probably is a little bit half a point better than mm. <laughs> better than them. So did a job, but I wouldn't have him alongside I think he's made less of an impact than Coutinho. Okay. Um, so mm. put him in there, put him in, did a job, okay. I think. But... Um, you know, he's been with us for now about four years. And feels like he's played like 30 games. Yeah. And you don't even know whether he's at the club. <laughs> you know, whether he's on loan, whether he's doing <laughs> rehab, whether he's on international duty. And again, he's one of those ones where nobody's really clamouring to say, oh, I can't wait to see him play again. Mm. Um, Does that not constitute poor then? I'd, I'd stick him in poor. Okay. I'm, I'm, I can, Change I can your be, mind. I can... <laughs> I don't, I'm, you know, he's one of those ones where I don't, I don't really mind. I think it's probably testament to the player that the Leicester City goal and the Albion goal, and there'll be others as well, but those are the two that I always think of. You think, good little footballer in there, there's some talent, yeah. that he could do a job for yeah. us. The Bertrand Trower that's never fit, predictable, unavailable, poor footballer, yeah. a poor transfer, I suppose. Yeah. So, you know, some of these players could move up and down. Somebody like Bertrand Traore could move up and down game to game, week to week. Yeah, and it's hard to do your due diligence when you sign the player on every single aspect of it. And I'm sure we probably sailed through his medical and stuff like that. But, mm. you know, with the benefit of hindsight, it doesn't look like the shrewdest of transfers now. Yeah. Because we've not seen enough football from him. Uh, we'll, we'll do like best and worst, like a definitive number one and a number yeah. 40 or whatever yeah. it is in a, in a bit. It might be 41 now with Traore. Um Borja Baston, Ali Samata, Yotta, have you got any kind of words for those guys? Oh, Samata, until we go to another cup final and <laughs> score a goal in there, he's in, he's in folklore, oh, isn't he? That was a great goal it? as well. It was a good goal. Um, 
I found it a bit of a circus, the somatic thing. Mm. It's uh, actually quite... Uh, when I was going through these, I just got in... I'd, in my head, I got them down as a free transfer. Yeah. I think it's like 10 million. Which isn't a lot, but for, for back then, you know... Yeah. It was very much a kind of statement of where we were at. Yeah. At the time, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's obviously not as, as bad as Borgia, Borgia Baston <laughs> because... He has had some impact, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't know what did Baston play about an hour or something. Oh, I think I James Rushton wrote a piece saying wasn't it something like about 19, forty-five minutes uh, or something like that. Uh, it might have got nineteen minutes, but surely it can't have been as low yeah, as that. Yeah, it was. He might, it may well have been. Um, I'm just googling like a, we could do a little bit like a, a where are they now thing yeah. as you carry on. Where is Ali Samata now? Does anyone know? No idea. Carry on. Not in the Aston Villa Hall of Fame anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, drink water was just. You know, you've, I've seen drink water, water appearing across some kind of podcast and stuff lately, and mm. you can just get the sense that he was done. He was yeah. done by then. I think leaving, you know, he went Leicester to Chelsea, didn't he? Yeah. But I think even when leaving Leicester, I think he was done. I think he thought he probably achieved everything that he was ever gonna. When he, he probably had to be fair. Um, who else was in that list? Uh, Morgan Sanson. Yeah, and we were all raving about him, weren't we? And I think he was worked, one of the it? ones that you're just yearning because you knew there was a real player in there. Yeah. Um, but. Three or four managers just didn't didn't seem to think he was he was worth it. He wouldn't get near our midfield at the moment, would he? No. Um, Borja Baston instantly is playing at Real Oviedo for, for since twenty twenty one. He's played ninety two games, scored thirty five goals. All right, came back. <laughs> Stopping him, yeah. Get, <laughs> get him in. Need a backup striker. How old is he? Uh, thirty one. Decent. Good age. Six foot three. Oh, get onto that. Yeah, uh, and Ali Samata was at P A O K. Oh, that's uh, okay. Yeah, he went to Fenerbahce, Fenerbahce after Villa, played 30 games, five goals, and went to Antwerp and Genk on loan. P-A-OK for 11 appearances, yeah. scored twice. All right, there you go. So that's where they are now. Uh, Jan Bednarek, again, just no impact, didn't really do anything. Augustinsson, the same, just yeah. like nothingness players, no yeah. memories whatsoever from yeah. them, apart from bad ones. Yeah, um, and I think they were, again, the first phase of Villa in the Premier League, you probably could have... Mm come in and give you a bit of support around the edges but when we were trying to, to climb the division they just weren't, didn't, weren't of the necessary quality were they? Yeah I think when we I sent you the list of like oh here's everyone we've signed since promotion yeah. that group of players from like 2019 to 20 to even early 21 yeah. was like oh they're a real lower standard than everyone we've seen since yeah. like you had the, the Matty Cash Ollie Watkins Emmy Martinez yeah. window the one before that was like Engels uh, these kind of guys, Samata, yeah. and it's like, wow, that's a real step up in, yeah. in just a year. Another two that you could kind of couple together, Bjorn Engels and Pepe Reina. Yeah, I had high hopes for Engels. Uh, Meng- was it Mingles? Uh, was the partnership? Mings and yeah, Engels. that was right, yeah. And obviously famous, was it the goal against Tottenham, wasn't it? Our last yeah. trip to Villa Park before yeah. lockdown and the ball rolls under his foot and... You know, listen, it's one mistake and I thought he was I thought he was a reasonable player, but if you see what you know, the elevation that Villa defence has mm. has gone on since then. Um when did we sign Tom Carroll? Was that in the championship then? It was the championship, yeah. It was, was the, it? it was the January of twenty nineteen. Yeah, it didn't I don't was think it in the January nineteen when Oh Oh, was that we when we signed Mings? Yes, yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Was it oh, twenty eighteen it must have been then. January twenty eighteen. We were promoted in twenty nine. Oh no. Yeah, 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just couldn't remember whether we. Uh, I don't think did, I did he not, saw him play. He didn't play at all, did he? I don't think. Maybe. I think he might have had five minutes, hadn't he? Yeah. <sighs> Bizarre signing, really. <laughs> anyway, we don't need to get into ranking the championship <laughs> signing. Yeah. Uh, it works when I, I was 
when we were trying to work out how to do this, we had a lot of the last 10 years, the Premier League era, return to the Premier League. Yeah. Is it the top 10 signings ever? Yeah. I wanted to go, instantly I was like, John McGinn. Tara Mings it's like oh, they weren't since promotion they were before yeah. so they, they don't quite didn't make you put this Mings list. in this list though because he was made permanent yeah he was made permanent yeah. after promotion so he gets into this list yeah. whereas John McGinn doesn't yeah. if John McGinn was allowed top tier oh what I thought so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll have his own little tier um, that's all the players that we've got into this list then uh, do you want are you going to put these on screen oh I don't know that's a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> this is an audio only podcast as well I was going to say do you want me to read through them again or is that too uh... have you mo- what I'm saying is some of my suggestions have you moved them up not physically no <laughs> uh, but I can do so let's just read through the top tier and the bottom tier how about that go on okay so in excellent or grade A or, or whatever we've got Esri Consa Martinez Watkins Mings Luis Torres Kamara Moreno yeah Cash no <laughs> Bailey no <laughs> I can't do this for everybody. I'm sure there was one other, was there not? No, no Moreno okay. was the only one I think Moreno who, was the who only made one. the step up, yeah. Um, we had Drury's out, Diego Carlos, Duran, Zaniolo and Longley. Oh, you could make a case to stick Diego Carlos into good signing, I think, one day. But again, as of right now, I think we've not. Yeah, well, Mackie, he's got to have an incentive, hasn't he? Yeah, something to work <laughs> for. Uh, we had did a job, serves a purpose, had the likes of Matt Target in there. Um, he got moved up to good. Ashley Young also got moved up to good as well. Oh, no, didn't, Ashley, didn't I put Ashley Young in the top two? I don't agree you, with You won't accept it? No. If, you, if you've got like Martinez Consa Louise that players that are playing now for where Villa are I can't put Ashley Young I don't, know, I don't think you don't really no. need me here do you no, I, just, <laughs> I just do what I want basically <laughs> uh, that's it I think for the for the ones that moved around I don't think anyone went down I think you put Olsen to, to the poor category yeah um, would you have done that or not possibly I don't think he's a good footballer I've said that many a time yeah. I think but he's a good signing do you think he's good enough to be back up well, he's an international goalkeeper so he should be yeah. uh, from when we did the uh, Neil Cutler podcast a couple of years ago he said he's a good guy around the training ground like he works yeah. well with Martinez so I think the hard thing when when was he signed Olsen can you remember I think he was on loan initially in, for Dean Smith maybe was he because I think that's I think that's the difficulty because when he was signed he probably wasn't signed to become a sweeper keeper mm. who could, no, 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 who no, could use, his, use his feet yeah as well as Martinez does mm. so I think that's I think it's difficult to get a back up to Martinez anyway yeah. but if you ask him to play the same style of football Martinez is still learning things of course yeah. he is so for Olsen who's not that player anyway yeah. and doesn't have that in him I don't think yeah. I just feel they're not going to be watching so it doesn't matter but I feel harsh but like he still plays for us he st- we still might need him to go <laughs> put him down a category put him even further down same with Callum Chambers like yeah, has served a purpose to an extent yeah put him put him Above the bottom one, then, just in case the you know the, the title decider on the last day of the season, and they <laughs> yeah, possibly Courtney Hawes as well. Don Den Donker players we didn't specifically speak. Danny Ings, I put in did a job, but he probably could possibly go down to poor as well. Yeah, I suppose the a lot of wages. Where did we, did we mention Buendia? He was in good for me, rather than excellent. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair because we've obviously got the kind of holy trinity, haven't we? Of Bwiley. Bwiley. Bwiley, Bwiley and Buendia. Bwings, Bwiley and Buendia. Um Yeah, Ings, I think put him in did, did a job because I think he did do a job, but mm. in terms of what we got versus what we paid. Mm. And what the expectations were as well. I thought yeah. he would not really a 20 goal a season striker, yeah. but, but pushing to be top scorer by some yeah. distance. And yeah. he was obviously a top goal scorer. We sell him, 
give Ollie Watkins keys to the, to the city and he goes on yeah. and does what he does. It's mad, isn't it? Because there was a time where, like, when Watkins played, oh, get Bailey on, he's a better finisher. <laughs> Don't get back on, get Ings on, he's a better finisher. When Ings played, get Watkins on, he works harder and stuff yeah. like that. And they were neck and neck at, at one stage. So the fact that Watkins is now elevated, and I know there are different stages hmm. of the career, but the fact that Watkins is, you know, elevated a couple of categories above him shows a how fantastic Watkins' assigning was in the first instance and how he's progressed and B, how Ings just was a bit of a letdown, ultimately. Mm. Yeah, now he's linked with going to Wolves. Yeah, more to your falling. So for the second half of the show, we're going to put these players into categories, give them little mini awards, although some of them are not awards that you'd want to get. Uh, first up is best value. So somebody who you think we signed for 10 million is now worth 50 million. Yeah. Uh, you can take that however you like. Is there anyone that immediately jumps out to you? I've got two. The first one that pops into my mind is Kamara. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, obviously you signed for a free, free transfer is not completely free, is it? You know, you still have to, still have to pay these people. Yeah, and bonuses um, and signing on fees and whatever else. But just that, because I think, you know, he's, I think he's, he's probably a bit of a forgotten man sometimes, given the role that he role that he performs. But we've noticed, haven't we, in recent weeks when he's not been there over yep. the Christmas period, how, how pivotal he is to making Villa tick. So I think Kamara now, you know, I don't know what, what value he'd be. I don't think Villa would sell him for less than 50 million quid now. Oh, nowhere near, yeah. I've been um, talking 80 or 90. So I think I think that, I think, you know, I've just, I would, I've interpreted that as who did we get for nothing basically but yeah. who was your was he one of your two Kamara was one of mine and the other was Konza I think yeah. we signed him for 12 million off the top of my head maybe 15 and again I think he's worth 60-70 million in, yeah. in today's market I think I saw the other day like Chelsea play, paid 80 million for Fafana that people seem to forget about yeah. Chelsea paid loads of money for people yeah. anyway but injured a lot nowhere near as good as somebody like Ezri Konza yeah you know, I, I think you're talking about. We spoke about this recently. I think me and John. That some of the players we've got, whether some clubs are going to pay what we're asking for, is obviously yeah. a different matter. But I'd be going out if clubs are coming to us and saying we, we want to inquire, inquire about someone like concert. I'd be asking for whatever the world record fee is for that position. Yeah. I want that. You know, the, the world world record goalkeeper fee is seventy million for Kepper, I think, or, yeah. or thereabouts. Someone comes from Martinez. I want to break that record. Yeah. Then I want the world record for a defender yeah. for Ezra concert. It's so, mad, you know, because I. Because I'm obviously stuck in the past. Ten million still seems like a mass. <laughs> you know, I remember when Alan Shearer was the record Premier League yeah. record transfer for about I don't know, probably three million or something back in the early nineties. And so, ten million still seems like a massive amount of money. But what does ten million get you really now? Do you get you a kind of reserve team fallback? Ali Samata, ten million. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so times have changed. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that is the best value, isn't it? You're looking at like. 25 million now for a, a good Premier League player yeah. I, I would suggest of like a, a standard that's good enough to be in the squad of a, of yeah. a, of a good Premier yeah. League side and with, with um, Conza as well these the, you're probably paying another 25% premium for him being English mm. as yeah. well well that doesn't mean much to go on, okay, on top it? of that um, let's go best signing then so you, you can interpret this how, in, a, in whichever way you like but again kind of you might think he's the best because we paid so little for him yeah. that kind of bleeds into the last one um, best pound per fat pound, best performer, best ability. How do you want to take it? Oh, can you go first? <laughs> I need to say that. Uh, I'm going to go with Martinez, I think. 20 million, give or take. I think if he was still at Arsenal and they nurtured him correctly, I think Arsenal would have won the league by now. 
uh, yeah. since since he left for Villa. Obviously, he's improved massively since since joining Villa. No thanks to Neil Cutler and the team around them, and obviously you know Emery in the last eighteen months yeah. or so, um, the best goalkeeper award this year, the World Cup winner kind of elevated our standards for what we expect from that position I suppose um, has changed the way we play out from the back, all these things that kind of uh, the stuff that, that he does yeah. as well is, is things that we that we tend to like and talk about and a very very good footballer as yeah. well a very good goalkeeper in, in every sense of the word so for 20 million again if I was somebody who's coming and saying we want to inquire about Martinez I'd be saying all I want 70, 80 for him, he's the best goalkeeper, yeah. one of the best in the league so our best signing since promotion, 20 million Martinez. I think it's fair, and I think you made a compelling argument that, you know, I'd, I'd go for Douglas Louise. Yeah, he'd um, be the other one, I think. But, you know, all the reasons you said with Martinez, he, he's difficult to argue argue against Martinez, but I think with, with Douglas Louise, I think the player that we've got now, and I think it was a slow burn, and I think, mm. I don't think I'm in the minority, but... So, but how many in the minority or the majority? Anyway, these other people who share, I think, were slow to appreciate quite yeah. how good. You know, I don't think I'm the only one. Yeah, basically. But I think if we look at the player that we've got now, um, approaching his prime, a Brazilian, a Brazilian international approaching his prime. I mean, that in itself, <laughs> I didn't think I'd be saying that no. about kind of Aston Villa, Aston Villa players. But he's so cultured and un, unhurried and unfussed and. You know, I think he's pivotal to the way that that, that um, Unai Emery wants us to play. Mm. I actually think he's quite—he's got a really kind of endearing kind of sense, whether it's sense of mischief or just—it seems quite fun, yeah, as well. Um, but I think he's always always on a level. I think he can do pretty much most jobs across midfield. But to be that good and that accomplished a, a midfielder. Listen, obviously he's an athlete and obviously he's really fit but I just think he, remi- he relies on his brain as a footballer mm. rather than yeah, you know he's one of those players who glides rather than you don't see him busting a gut mm. because he normally knows where he should be um, I just think he's like the the glue the glue that, that holds Villa together so um, yeah definitely but you know we've mentioned Martinez we've, we've mentioned um, Louise you could put Concer in that in that category as yeah. well um, probably a couple of others you probably could, could put Watkins in there mm-hmm. as well um, it's good we, to have options isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a brilliant place to be and plenty of options for worse signing as well again you can take this down very different avenues whether it's worse ability worse waste of money uh, it's going to be somebody in that poor category although otherwise we've got the first half of the show wrong yeah. is there anyone that jumps out to being the worst Villa signing yeah, I don't like to hone in too much on the negative but the worst signing since we got promoted I mean, I suppose Borja Baston is the obvious one, mm. but he's he was almost like a free hit. Yeah. I so don't. I don't I don't think you know it's not as if we've paid massively over the odds and he's come with his massive reputation mm. and he's let us down. He was bought as like I say a bit of a shot to nothing, uh, and that's what it proved to be. So I think he's the one that your mind would go to, but probably Danny Drinkwater would be mm. the one just because I still think he had enough of his reputation. Yeah. By then that we thought he could come and do a job. Um, I don't think he was he was as match fit as well, I suppose you're not match fit if you're not playing football matches, but I don't think he was as mobile as we wanted him to be and I don't think he got the hunger or desire that we wanted to be in, except for when he was having fights with uh, Jota who was supposed to have had a, had a scrap with. Yeah. So I think he'd probably be 
be the one for me as the, as the worst. Yeah, he'd certainly be up there. If I was doing the top three, I think he'd be in there. Somebody I've forgotten on the list, uh, and I'm not putting him down for worse, but some of the similar things you could say about Drinkwater, not to the same extent, kind of like being match fit or maybe not the player we thought he yeah. could be. Ross Barkley. Yeah, didn't yeah, didn't we have like There's a little, a little flurry of him though, though you know, during good. like the away at Arsenal in yeah. the COVID year and Liverpool 7-2. Yeah, like I said, not comparing him with drink water, yeah. but like very much tailed off. We I mean, is is, it, is it Yotta or Hotter? I, can't, I can never Hotter. remember. Hotter, he'd probably be around as well because mm. we signed him from Blues. Yeah, like two million or something. Yeah, I wonder if he'd kind of... Cause at Brentford, he used to kind of batter us, didn't he, yeah. at, at Brentford. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think drink water just because you expected a little bit more. You know, the guy's got a Premier League medal. He's played, he played mm. for Chelsea when Chelsea were not as bad as they are now. Um I just think he was a massive anti-climax really yeah the player I've picked is not one that we've talked about and I almost went for Morgan Sanson just because he was so stop-start there, there could have been something there we paid yeah. a decent fee for him there was this kind of expectation that he, he didn't live yeah. up to him and, and still is he on loan now? Is he on, I don't <laughs> that's mad isn't it? the fact that we don't even know which well, it's not amazing we don't know much to do about us, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> the player that you've not mentioned for, for me and I, the one I've picked is Wesley which is partly harsh because of the injury of what happened to him yeah. It's kind of not his fault, of course. I don't think he was a great footballer before that anyway. And of all the others that, yeah, Yotta doesn't come with much expectation. Yeah. Baston doesn't. Drinkwater probably doesn't. Wesley comes with little expectation, really, apart from, well, he's Brazilian, he's young. We paid a decent fee for yeah. him, so he must be good. And he didn't ever really live up to that. And to me, didn't look a Premier League striker. And obviously now he's, is he at Stoke on loan, I think? Or, I don't know where he's ended up. I'm pretty sure he's at Stoke. Um he obviously went out on loan to Brazil, I think, to to come back with his recovery. Um, I'm pretty sure that's right. But yeah, just somebody that I don't want to kind of like have a go at him because he got injured and that's obviously not his fault. But like I said, I don't think he was the, the best football in the world anyway. And again, if you're spending 20-odd million on a Brazilian striker, yeah. I expect more than what he delivered, sadly. I'd be debating whether Wesley would even go in the bottom tier. But really? Rather than, oh, you know, okay. let alone whether he'd be the worst of the worst. Okay, well, people in the comments can get involved, uh, but maybe not giving us their full yeah. 40. He probably would go in the bottom <laughs> tier, by the way, but I wouldn't <laughs> yeah, make yeah. him worse. Yeah, best the and worst. worst and things like that. People yeah. can share their uh, opinions in the comments. They uh, played 25 appearances uh, for Villa, five goals. This is according to Wikipedia, so yeah. that will probably include cup games as well. Uh, went to Club Bruges on loan and played three games. Yeah. International, which is in Brazil, played eight games. Levante on loan in Spain, played 37, yeah. uh, scored three. Stoke City he's at now 18 appearances for them apparently and scored none right okay got sent off for us didn't he in a friendly against Stoke yeah that's what uh, must have enticed them to uh, <laughs> yeah just yeah just came with and played for Club Bruges for three years and scored 32 goals in 100 games 107 games so a one in three striker give or take not coming with oh he's going to come and score 20 yeah. goals but you think some kind of Ben Tech so one, one in three in the Belgium league yeah Belgian league one in and five. one in five in the Prem <laughs> Yeah, he surpassed expectations, mate. Get him in the uh, get him in the elite list. Yeah, All right, let's move on. Uh, the next category is unexpected. Now you could say this is unexpected, and I can't believe we signed somebody of yeah. that caliber. Or yeah. I didn't think he was going to be that good, and he's better than I thought. Yeah, uh, which uh, avenue are we going to take unexpected down? Um, I've got two. I've got two. Do you want me to go first mm -hmm. with both? Yeah, rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, but Pau Torres, I think, yeah, because. He's a class act, and uh, you know, it, it just showed the pulling power of 
Unai Emery. Mm-hmm. I think and the direction of travel that Villa were going in that, that we were able to attract him. So he'd be the one um, who, you know, he's only played, you know, half a season, but but looks looks the real deal. And then some. And then the other one would be Coutinho, but okay. less so Coutinho because he's Gerard's mate. Yeah. So unexpected in the sense you didn't think we'd get him. I didn't think we did. I think you know when you. <laughs> as a journalist thought it was just kind of paper talk yeah. and stuff like that but when we kind of pulled it off we're like okay yeah mm. I can you know I can get behind that he's still a young enough man to really have an impact and mm. we've seen him you know at the peak of his powers and if we can get a little bit of that which we did a very tiny bit of it um, but yeah I think I think the, the Pau Torres run really because it was further confirmation that we're this back. manager means means business yeah I've got Pau Torres and I've also stuck Moreno down as well partly because the unexpected of I didn't really think we needed a left back when yeah. we signed him because Luca Dean was yeah. playing and we pay him a lot of money to do so but also how good he was once we signed him as well he was almost the epitome of I don't think we really needed him but here he yeah. is and he's bloody brilliant as well like where did that come from yeah. so he's probably the one I would go for but Pau Torres is also yeah. the one yeah. of yeah we're back now we're signing the big boys this guy's linked with a lot of yeah. big clubs yeah I think the actually young one probably took him a little bit by surprise as well mm, yeah 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 Okay. I thought come in the door then. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> How dare you? It was always on the cards, actually. Young. Um, the next category is underwhelming. Now, I actually have two for this as well. Players we've already spoken about, you'll be unsurprised to hear. Just trying to go in mine? Yeah, because I need a prompt because I can't think of anybody for this category. Okay, Coutinho. I thought we might be able to get a little bit more out of him than we did. Yeah. No, I never expected So it wasn't him. underwhelmed when we signed him, it was no, underwhelming no, just a, what yeah, he produced. Yeah, afterwards, yeah, of course. Um, for somebody that was once 130 million or whatever, like I didn't expect to get that player, but you think even if we get 10% of that, 20% of that, he'll yeah. do well for us. And I don't, we probably got 2% of it or, or yeah. whatever. And also Danny Ings, which again, I only really judged that after the fact yeah. rather than at the time. I remember when we signed him, I was in Aldi. Not, not on shift but it was at the time where like when we do podcasts and stuff if we sign someone we'll jump on and react to it Yeah. and I got a message from somebody saying we signed Danny Ings we need to do a show and I was like well, I'm just like picking up some food at the minute <laughs> like, what do you mean Danny Ings like, where's that come from anyway and it was like totally out of the blue yeah. um, obviously scored goals pretty much everywhere he's been in his career scored goals for Villa as well of course but again I wasn't expecting him to score 20 goals a season but I thought he'd do more than he did and yeah, um, yeah to ship him off to what did he go after us? Where's he at? Where did he, where did he link? West Ham. West Ham, yeah. West Ham, yeah. And then linked with Palace and Wolves. And yeah, that, as we were talking about earlier, that kind of like split with him and Watkins seem level pecking. Yeah. Maybe they can play together, maybe they can't. For Watkins to so far surpass expectations at that time and for Ings to kind of go the other way. Yeah. yeah. But I think I probably maybe. interpreted underwhelming in a different way in terms of when they signed. You're like, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, yeah. So what kind of thing? And I think I'm right in saying they signed in the same window. I can't remember exactly when it was, but um, Jan Bednarik and Leander Dendonka. Mm. And if I remember rightly, it was the time when there was all the fuss about Louise going to Arsenal. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think somebody was like trailing his car or whatever. It was yeah, that. Yeah, it was yeah. that deadline day when there was yes, loads yeah. going on, and we're like, "There's a Range Rover outside. His house. Yeah, he must that, be moving." That's yeah. it. It was that that kind of thing. And I just thought. <sighs> God, if we lose Louise and then Donker's the on this deadline day, yeah. and we've, we've, we've signed these. I don't know, and then Donker's actually gone on to become a useful, a useful squad player, and I presume he was only intended to be that when Gerard signed him. Mm. Uh, so, you know, he's not going to walk straight into that that midfield. So it was just those ones that were like, really, is this is this where our ambitions lie? Mm. Uh, I think it was a summer window as well. So I don't. 
I don't I think, think so. I, yeah, maybe. I don't think it was a a kind of January because in January you're like, oh yes, we need we need to top up. You know, we've got a potential injury crisis coming here or whatever. So you, you almost set your standards a little bit lower, I think, mm. uh, because the summer signings are the ones that you you're going to kind of build your team around. And you do your due diligence. Well, you do your due diligence around each signing. But so I think it was it was that feeling of real deflated kind of anticlimax again when we when we signed those two. Yeah, they uh, they both were a summer transfer window. You're right. I had a feeling Bednar it was the winter window, but it wasn't. It was obviously on loan, and uh, Dendonk have 15 million euros according to transfer market, which yeah. is usually close enough. Yeah. Um, let's pick favourites next. Again, you can take this down any avenue you like. Yeah. Your, your, your favourite signing of the last five years? I don't know. Cause I'm massively biased, and the Toro Mings. For me, and I've you know, said it so many times, the ambassador, you know, hopefully he's going to come back through through adversity again. The kind of captain that you'd like on and off the pitch, somebody who's been able to adapt their game from being a Premier League reserve at Bournemouth to becoming a, a colossal defender with Villa in the champion, championship when... You know, I think he was playing as a, he's been a left back. I think for a lot of his career, and was reinvented as a left-sided centre half. So, I think Mings and I know he didn't. I know we signed him initially on loan under Dean Smith towards the the middle of the Championship season. But even the kind of the stuff that surrounded it in terms of him going back after the playoff final mm, with his his, his Villa kit and you know Villa doing that. So I was going to say one of the one of the categories that we should have had but maybe we can do it this one and wrap it into one is the best announcement mm. as well the best yeah, signing yeah. announcement I can't remember too many of them to be honest I think it's almost lost it's become a little bit more subtle now hasn't it the, mm. the new signing announcement there's a time when football clubs were trying to kind of outdo each other with who could be the most yeah. creative but even that when he's picked up from Witten Station or whatever it is um, <laughs> so yeah I'd have um, I'd have Mings in there I think yeah, I'd also got Mings. I got Louise as well, in, in the sense that I thought we might not have spoken about Louise at this stage yeah. of the show for for different reasons. And obviously, he's come up in a few categories. Tyra Mings, yeah, I, I love him. I've I've spoken about him enough on this podcast to to bore people with it, I'm sure. Um, but for somebody that's represented like the journey Villa have been on, you've got yeah. Tyra Mings and John McGinn as like they're the two that have been here this yeah. whole time. And yeah, I can't think of two better people to hopefully lift a trophy with Villa. Yeah. Hopefully this season. Uh, than those two so Mings for me again I probably would have gone McGinn if he was in this yeah. bracket but signed obviously in the championship two categories to go I've got this one it's called most expensive sale which doesn't probably word it correctly yeah. but who do you think of the signs this is the one with made? the kind of high ceiling there, yeah like who is going to go on to be the next Jack Grealish sale basically who's yeah. worth the most do you think not necessarily now but three years down the line you might so think Duran is worth loads or whatever so just to kind of make sure I've got this question right should I be influenced by who's most likely to leave? No, or well, just you can, you can do what you like. In five years' time, who's going to be the most valuable member? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the current yeah. dressing room, really. Um, oh, can you go first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd got two, and then I put maybe, and then three more. Yeah. So I've got Kamara or Louise, because I think they. I'm not suggesting they're going to go in the next year or two, yeah. but you think that could happen if they've got yeah. to make a big sale. They're obvious ones. Yeah. Because we paid. Obviously, nothing for Kamara and only 50 million for Louise. Yeah. Been here a long time. I think they're both very important. I yeah. think you can make a case that Kamara is more important than Louise because yeah. I don't think there's anyone else in the squad that can do what he does. I think both of those are £100 million 
footballers that's what Villa would want for them whether they get it yeah. is obviously another matter and then I've put maybe Conser, Watkins or Martinez as well yeah. I think it's one of that cluster is probably going to go on to be 70, 80, 90 million so I think I think Watkins by virtue of the position that he plays yeah someone will want um, a striker but temp fate here I think and jinx it but I don't think he'll leave I think whatever well, I think, you know, I think if he's like 76 <laughs> and still turning up with his boots and shin pads, then they might, might try and discreetly ask him to go. I don't think he'll leave during his Peak. prime. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, how old is he now, Dan? Is he kind 20, of 27, 28? 27, I think. So, you know, we get him... If you sold him in the summer, I think you possibly could get 100 million mm. for him. But... I don't think we will. I hope we won't. And I think by the time he gets to 31, 32... You might leave them, but obviously he's not going to be worth yeah. anywhere near that. Yeah, of course, yeah. That's, so, that makes sense. I also think the same could be said for Martinez in a strange way that I don't think goalkeepers are worth as much yeah. as outfield players. And also I think, obviously again, I'm tempting fate a little bit. If Villa do get into the Champions League, I think Martinez will stay here for a, a few more years. Yeah. And if he does leave when he's 35, 36... He could go to Real Madrid or whatever, but yeah. they're not going to pay yeah, yeah, 80 yeah. million for him. They might pay 30 or, yeah. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So I think somebody like Kamara, Louise, or, or arguably Conso are the most likely. Yeah. Unless you're going to get your crystal ball out and say, well, actually, yeah. Durant's going to be great in five years' time yeah. and he'll be worth 95 million. Yeah. Which, yeah, you can't really I say think, that. I think we've faith. got several potential 100 million pound players yeah. in our dressing room, but I equally think that the stages of the career that most of them are at. This we're biased, aren't we? You know, why would you leave the mighty Aston Villa, especially course, mighty yeah, Aston yeah. Villa, who are actually competing and, and threatening to be good again? But it gets to that stage where, and I know there's been little bits of talk around FFP again, hasn't there? Uh, and I think I'm right saying Emery mentioned something about a potential kind of sell to buy. Kind mm. of, we we're not going to be busy in January and stuff like that. But Douglas Louise is more important to Aston Villa than a hundred million pound. And so is Emmy Martinez, mm. and so is Ollie Watkins. Um, so I'm glad at the moment we don't seem to be in a place where we need to cash in mm-hmm. on the kind of family silver, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the last category I've got for this show is longevity. Which of the current crop will still will have the best Villa career? Not necessarily that they'll be here till they retire. Yeah. Um, you could say something about Ashley Young's. So obviously, he's already had a big stint yeah. with us. Um, but of the players that are probably here now, I would say more so than the signings of, of years gone by. Yeah. Well, obviously, Knox. They've <laughs> obviously already got the lesser career. What a stupid thing to say. Uh, of the players that are here now, still, which one will go on to still be here in five, six years' time? Do you think? It's a difficult one. I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think of the youngest players that we've, <laughs> that we've signed. How old's Kamara? Kamara's pretty young off the top of my head. I don't know, 23 or 24. Something yeah, like that. let's, let's, let's have him then. Because mm. your, your players... Oh, it depends on longevity. Do you mean... Because Mings has already got it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. if we're on about from now, then, mm. you know, if you get another three years out of Mings, I think you've... He'll be the biggest. Yeah, you, you've yeah. done well in terms of players with the potential to play for us from now for the longest. I think, it, 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 you know, by nature of the question and for, you know the the lifespan of footballers' careers, it's got to be somebody who's under twenty-five. Yeah, really, hasn't I it? suppose. Yeah. So I think I'd probably go with Kamara for that sense. If yeah. he is under twenty-five, he must be. 
that'd be early to mid 20s hadn't they come on I was like 23 I think I should be able to yeah. check this off I'm pretty sure that's right yeah. I haven't got enough time to keep yeah if he's 36 <laughs> then I'll, I'll, I've knackered that question but. Uh, I'm, I'm kind to go somewhere like Pau Torres possibly just I feel like if Villa do start achieving things regularly like why else go somewhere else like, yeah. like this is his big move but I'll go Martinez which again is slightly cheating the system a little bit because he's already got three years with yeah. us but I'd honestly see a case where Martinez is here for the next six, seven years and yeah. has a, a ten-year career with Villa yeah. uh, with how old goalkeepers can play these days. I think someone like Kamara is probably like Villa aren't at the stage yet where they go, oh, we're in trouble, we have to sell somebody. Yeah. But when we get two or three years down the line and that maybe is the problem, yeah. someone like Kamara is prime like, oh, we paid nothing for him, so yeah. he's an easy one to, to get rid yeah. of. Although I understand he's vastly important to us. So, yeah, interesting little categories there. I'm glad we uh, did that kind of little bonus second half uh, of the show. Have you enjoyed yourself? Enjoyed I have enjoyed myself, yeah. It's got, it's got me thinking, to be honest, because I think, you know, you get locked in the, the, the modern day, don't you? And you, think yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you forget about, you know, some of the, the less exciting signings and some of the people who have kind of let you down and some of the people mm-hmm. who have surpassed your expectations so I think it was like you said we could have gone with loads of categories we could have gone for the last 20 years and stuff like that but I think we wanted to wrap it into a, into yeah. a neat little bundle didn't we yeah promotion was five years ago wasn't it so that's a, a half a decade is, a, is yeah. a, it's a 40 old player so yeah. that, that was that was enough um, thank you very much for watching this one or listening on Apple Podcast and Spotify if you are watching you can obviously see that me and Matt have been together in the same room for this one for the first time in a long time uh, in our new little studio space in the Birmingham office um, I will say this is like baby steps for us getting this right we've got nothing on the walls we've got no yeah. lights in here yet there's yeah we're a, still trying to get a lock for the door signed <laughs> yeah, off stupid little things <laughs> like that there's also people won't be able to see this a massive green wall here which is casting yeah. green reflections onto you yeah, you so look I'm like looking like hulkish yeah, to, to, to me I don't know if it comes across on the yeah, camera no, but you look like Kermit the Frog you look very green I look like <laughs> the frog um, yeah so I'm wearing a green jumper green trainers and a green <laughs> iPad here but some of that is coming off the wall so over time we will hopefully turn this room into you know f- football shirts on the wall and get yeah. a little armchair or whatever oh, very homely make it, it yeah. a bit more yeah. homely yeah. at the moment it's a bit hospital waiting room <laughs> I think is what I've labelled it as white walls little little chairs uh, but it's a start isn't yeah. it and, that, and that's the main thing uh, Mr Robinson uh, the doctor will see you now <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for watching this one we hope you enjoyed it Matt thanks for joining me to talk about something different this is the Monday show for this week um, we will be back with more content this week despite there not being any football till the week after uh, I'll be in the office again this week with John we're filming something with VR which is just going to be funny it's, uh, I think it will be interesting but to see John walk around That's with a VR, VR not VAR yeah, no 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 I'm not talking about VAR again uh, to see John walking around with a VR headset will be funny if nothing else so stay tuned to Claret and Blue uh, to see what we get up to next Matt thanks for joining me thank you for watching and we'll see you again very soon Pop the bell up.